Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 7th, and we are well on our way into the Christmas season. In our last episode, we looked at the prophecy of Jacob regarding his son, Judah, and the expectations of kingship connected to the scepter that would not depart from Judah's grasp. Both Matthew and Luke, in their gospel accounts of the genealogy of Jesus, trace the Savior's ancestry through the line of Judah. We now turn our attention to a prophecy made of the Messiah to Israel while they were still on their way to the Promised Land. But first, a little of the backstory. Yesterday we heard of how the Lord preserved the family of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through Jacob's son Joseph and his exalted position in Egypt. Just as God had predicted during the life of Abraham, so he brought it to pass that the family of Israel would go down to Egypt and spend several hundred years there. While in Egypt, two things happened to Jacob's family. First, the population greatly increased. By the beginning of the book of Exodus, the pharaoh in Egypt is concerned about how numerous the people of Israel are in his land. The second thing that happens is that the people become enslaved to the Egyptians and are forced to work long and hard hours as laborers building Egyptian grain silos in the Nile Delta region. God raised up Moses at this time to deliver his people. He empowered Moses as a prophet to speak the word of the Lord to Pharaoh and perform signs and wonders in the land. Through a series of miraculous signs, the Lord demonstrated his power to the people of Israel, the people of Egypt, and ultimately to all the peoples of the earth. The final plague upon the land was that of the firstborn, in which the firstborn of all Egypt died. But for the Israelites, protection was provided from the judgment of God through the blood of a lamb that was slain. That blood was applied to the doorposts and lintels of the Hebrew houses, And when the destroying angel passed through Egypt and saw the blood, the wrath of God would pass over the house, and the firstborn within would not die. There is so much more to say about Israel's deliverance from Egypt. They passed through the waters of the Red Sea. They followed the presence of the Lord in a cloud of glory by day and a pillar of fire at night. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 10.4 that Jesus actually gave them water from the rock to drink as he walked with them through the wilderness. Despite all of these incredible feats, the people rebelled against the Lord and defied him through their faithlessness when they came to Kedesh Barnea. So, for 40 long years, they were sentenced to live as nomads in the wilderness of Sinai until all of the older generation passed away in the desert. Toward the end of these 40 years of wilderness wanderings, the Lord led the people to the eastern side of the Jordan River of the land of Canaan, where they defeated the powerful rulers Sihon of Heshbon, the Amorite, and Og, the giant king of Bashan to the east of Galilee. Because of this, King Balak of Moab was terrified of Israel and devised a scheme to have Balaam, the son of Baor, a Canaanite seer or prophet, come and curse the people of Israel. While Balak intended destruction for Israel, God ultimately used Balaam to bless Israel 
and predict the destruction of the peoples of Canaan and the surrounding territories, including Moab. Now, archaeologically, you might be surprised to discover Balaam is actually attested to outside of the biblical text. In excavation at the site of Deir Allah in the Transjordan in 1967, uncovered portions of a plaster inscription from the 9th century B.C., perhaps 600 years after the time of Balaam. And this contained a message from an ancient work called The Warning of the Book of Balaam, Son of Beor. The word, fragmented as it was in about 119 pieces, spoke of Balaam receiving a vision from El, the chief deity of the Canaanite pantheon. This attestation from about 600 years after Moses gives firm archaeological support to the biblical texts in Numbers chapters 22 through 24. It is from the mouth of Balaam that God chose to give another amazing prophecy of the Messiah's coming. In his final oracle, Balaam says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. Numbers 24, verse 17. As with Jacob's prophecy at the end of the book of Genesis, this prediction from Balaam foretells of a coming Israelite king who would crush the forehead of Moab once and for all. Notice that Balaam speaks of the temporal distance between his time and the coming of this Hebraic ruler, this star. He sees him, but not now. He beholds him, but not near. From the time of Balaam's oracle, it would be about 1,400 years until the coming of Christ. Think of that for a moment. All of the promises and predictions that we have discussed up to this point were made 1,400 years before the time of Jesus or more. 1,400 years later, after the time of Balaam, wise men from the east would follow a celestial star to find this messianic star from Jacob, this scepter from Israel. John Henry Hopkins Jr. wrote the famous Christmas hymn in 1857, We three kings of Orient are, bearing gifts we traverse afar, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Perhaps these magi knew of Balaam's oracle here in Numbers 24 of the coming of this ruler, the ruler really of all rulers. Listen to the second stanza of Hopkins' hymn. Born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again, king forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. And the final verse. Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Alleluia, alleluia, earth to heaven replies. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit Emmaus.edu. If you've been enjoying this audio series, Take a few moments to give us a strong rating wherever you listen to podcasts and please share us with your family and friends on social media. 
Tomorrow, we'll examine the prediction of an ultimate Israelite prophet who would speak on God's behalf. 